For Western Christians, Epiphany is a feast day that occurs annually on January 6th. The literal meaning of Epiphany is manifestation from above. Alternatively, the Eastern Orthodox Church calls this the Feast of Theophany, meaning manifestation of God. But whether we say Epiphany or Theophany, we are talking about the revealing of God in the person of Jesus Christ. The original Greek word is used in 2 Timothy 1. The grace of God has been manifested through the appearing, through the epiphany of our Savior Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The Feast of Epiphany is about the manifestation or appearing of Christ. But interestingly, the the Epiphany Feast commemorates the arrival of the Magi in Bethlehem. We read about that in Matthew chapter 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men, Magi, from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him, and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be, bo- was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Now, in modern depictions of the nativity, we have Jesus laying in a feeding trough, surrounded by Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the magi and all the animals. But number one, these things did not all happen at the same time. And number two, it's worth pointing out that the Bible never says that there were three kings or three magi. It only says that there were three different types of treasures, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold symbolizes royalty. This is a gift from kings to a king. Incense was used in ancient cultures to indicate the presence of a deity. And so frankincense is appropriate because the Jewish Messiah is divine. And then myrrh had several different uses. It was used as a painkiller. It was used to embalm. It was used as a fragrance, as a beauty treatment. 
and as one of the ingredients added to the oil used when anointing a priest. So with these gifts, the Magi identified Jesus as the King of Kings, as the High Priest of Yahweh, and as a suffering servant who dies as a fragrant offering to God. But if we, if we were to zoom out from the particulars, this is the story of Gentiles, non-Jews, traveling from distant lands to acknowledge the universal lordship of the Jewish Messiah. Or in other words, this story represents the kingdom of God extending to all nations. The Feast of Epiphany is about the manifestation or appearing of Christ as both the Savior of Israel and the entire world, both Jews and Gentiles. Traditionally, everyone recognizes the Epiphany or Theophany, but for Western Christians, Epiphany marks the end of Christmastide. Epiphany Eve is the twelfth day of Christmas, and different traditions do different things with the time between Christmastide and Lent. Some consider this to be ordinary time, like the weeks following Pentecost. It's essentially a breather within the cycle of the Christian year. But others observe Epiphany as a distinct season leading up to Lent. And this is what we do at our church. The season of Epiphany, which runs from January 6th to Ash Wednesday, is a season for considering the identity of Christ. Who is this baby born in Bethlehem? And what does his birth mean for the world? And so during the season, we cover a number of different stories from the life of Christ, stories that speak to his identity. But at a minimum, every year, this will include the visit of the Magi, the baptism of Christ, his miracle of turning water into wine at the wedding in Cana, and then towards the end of the season, the transfiguration. And, and what do each of these stories have in common? They are all manifestations from above. They are all manifestations of God. At the birth of Christ, the heavens literally point the nations toward Bethlehem. They follow a star, and angels are heard singing from above. These are manif manifestations from above. At the baptism of Christ, the Holy Spirit descends upon Jesus in the form of a dove, and the Father speaks audibly from heaven. He says, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. The Father identifies the Son. And so the identity of Christ is manifested from above. At the wedding in Cana, Jesus manifests his divine power for the first time. He performs signs and wonders designed to authenticate his identity as the divine Messiah manifested from above. And of course, on the Mount of Transfiguration, the full glory of Christ is manifested in the presence of Peter, James, and John. And once again, the Father speaks audibly from heaven. This is my Son, my Chosen One. Listen to him. In each of these stories, 
something once hidden is revealed. These are all manifestations from above. And, and most of these manifestations are literally from above. So, in, in the words of Bobby Gross, Epiphany is a season for seeing more of Christ's glory by focusing on his life and mission. Simultaneously, it's a time for making that glory better known to those around us. The emphasis during the season of Epiphany is, is coming to grips with the true and full identity of Christ, coming to grips with the fulfillment of the O antiphons that we prayed back during Advent. Epiphany impresses upon us that Jesus is wisdom, the holy word of God, the sacred Lord of ancient Israel, flower of Jesse's stem, key of David, royal power of Israel, radiant dawn, splendor of eternal light, son of justice, ruler of all the nations, keystone of the mighty arch of humankind, Emmanuel, ruler, lawgiver, desire of the nations, savior of all people. Jesus has now fulfilled all of those things. In addition, the emphasis during the season of Epiphany is on bearing witness to those things, bearing witness to these manifestations from above. The emphasis is on Christian mission, the mission of the church, the light of Christ being extended to all nations and peoples. So during Epiphany Tide, during the season of Epiphany, you can expect a dual emphasis. Number one, the glory and identity of Christ manifested from above. And number two, the divine mission entrusted to the church, which is to continue the process of manifesting the glory and identity of Christ until the whole world is filled with his light. Thank you.